this adventure, we talk about where we'd like to see video games innovate, some upcoming potential projects, and then dramatically read a spider tale. Those topics and a whole lot more on the adventures of PB and Rob. Good morning. Good morning. Sorry, I still love it when you say good morning to me like that. I love that we record in the mornings also. I was going to say the same because it is a big difference. And Mm -hmm. by the time we're done this, I feel like I've been super productive already. Yeah. Oh, I've already recorded an entire podcast for the week. (laughs) I am. I am having my morning tea. So I apologize if anybody can hear me sipping. I am trying not to do that. That's okay. I generally would edit out any sipping sounds okay. anyway. I know I said I wouldn't like go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that now you have to in. leave that one in because of context. <laughs> I, I normally wouldn't go crazy. And I said I wouldn't go crazy with editing on this podcast. And I don't as much as I do others, but he lied. I lied. Yeah. It's, I can't he help lied. it because whenever I care about like audio quality and stuff, I just, I don't know. I just get into it. It takes way too long and it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I do the recap for my show every week and I'm like, peeps, nobody cares. It's five minutes. You know, do do a little bit, throw it in together. Don't let it take a whole evening or afternoon. Don't do yeah. that. But then I'm like, oh yeah, but this bit and I got to leave this bit in. It always takes me longer. Yeah. So should we start off with the tough thing? What's the tough thing? The accountability of your hard drive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We should. Okay. Um, I did not succeed. The accountability of my hard drive. However, I did attempt. I did start. So what I did do was I went to go get rid of it or like go clean the hard drive. And I realized I could connect all three of my, this don't judge me, Rob. I, I know it's coming. All three of my computers, like my laptop, my Mac computer, which has all my photography hard drives on it, uh-huh. and then this one. So the hard drives I was telling you about before was this computer, not also including my <laughs> photography stuff. <laughs> so anyway, I synced everything together and I started going through my photos. I did oh, start okay. going through that. That's but it's progress. A, it's a lot. It's progress. Baby steps. It's not the 25 it's not the whatever 25% or folder that I said it would be. Uh, I took notes. You had said <laughs> wow, two of years of photos on two one of the hard of drives. Oh, yep. I did do that. I did two years of photos. Okay. I did do that. I did four years worth of photos. Whoa, damn. Yeah. And you said catalog the hard drives so you know uh, what's on them, which it sounds like you did. If yeah, I did do that. The- so yeah. you did the things you said you were going ah, to do. I just forgot what I said I was going to do. Yeah, yes, that's why I yes, take notes. Yes. <laughs> so you don't have to feel bad about thank like, you, thank missing you. your accountability. <laughs> Dodged. Thanks, Rob. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> so listener feedback stuff. We have some things. Really? Yeah. Housekeeping. Before we get into them, I do want to remind people that if you want to get our attention on Twitter, you can use the hashtag PB and Rob. We are both following that, so we will see your responses. Yeah, except that we told people to bully us, and now I'm getting like bullied to buy headphones. Why did know, we right? do that? Why did we do that? <laughs> Basically, like bully us on Twitter, please. I love I it though. Please continue bullying me. Yeah, yeah. Please continue bullying me. I love it. Uh, you can also email us by sending an email to pbandrob at thegeekgeneration.com. So we have a couple Twitter responses. One is in uh, response to our debate adventure. 
because we had asked people to weigh in on who they thought won specific debates and everything. Mm -hmm. So our friend Sav on Twitter. Yes, Sav. Uh, says that Rob has my vote for the debate adventure. Sorry, Greg. Had to rely on my bad memory. Only arguments I could recall after five minutes were the soup, red and blue, waffles are the better tires, Superman giving hope. Thanks for the game, PB. GG, y'all. Yeah. So that's not a bad memory. I think that's most of the ones we did. So that pretty much uh, yes. covers it. Also on Twitter, our friend MC Hammer Bro, a.k.a. Yes! Damien. Damien. Sorry, I interrupted you saying his name. Please okay. go on and say it again. I'm the worst co-host ever. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. Uh, for those playing at home, the shopping list is currently robbed by a desk, a laundry hamper, and a monitor. PB, buy new Bluetooth headphones for dishwashing, but we already covered that in the last episode yep. that yours are actually working again. So you're off the hook and I'm the only one uh, <laughs> Get needing things. to it, Rob. Get to it. Slacking. Mm-hmm. We have another question from the Patreon. So Leo Lurks once again left us a question. Yes. Uh, also a reminder to people, if you'd like to support this show as well as the Geek Generation Network as a whole, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash support and do so. Uh, Leo said, thank you for taking the time to answer my previous question. I really enjoyed your answers. Please ignore my question if you have better ones or I post questions too often. One. You can, never, you can post. never post too often. Yeah. yeah. You're the only one right now, Leo. Go yeah. on. <laughs> and even when you're not, you're like the early adopter of asking questions. Yeah. Therefore, you are grandfathered in to like priority. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like on the Stern show, the, the original folks who first started like calling in, they will continue to. Exactly. They have like them, named yeah. monikers and everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The question is. In which areas would you like to see video games innovate more? <gasps> this is a good question. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that, but this is a great question. It is. And it's very open. Yeah. Do you have an answer? Do you want to go first? or? One of them is a more technical thing that I've always had an issue with, specifically with certain franchises. And I feel like maybe the next generation of things is going to handle a lot of that better because it is... It is based on power, largely, I think. I've always had a big issue, and it pulls me out of the game more than anything else, with clipping. Oh, when you clip out of... Yeah, okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, even like when a game gives you the ability to make a custom character or something, yeah. and I'm referencing specifically like the wrestling genre of video games, because I've yeah, played okay. so many of those over the years, and the character creation suites are amazing, mm -hmm. but... One of the things that has always felt odd is like the way that hair will clip through clothing or like one clothing item will clip through another. Yeah. And you just, it, I don't know, it just breaks the immersion. Innovation for me. I think it's going to sound terrible. I would like more story, mm -hmm. less time-wasting mechanics. I a thousand percent agree. Yeah. I can always tell when you're trying to extend your game. Mm -hmm. I don't care don't if it's short. It. Yeah, don't pat it. Just, you know, make me the best damn burger I've ever had and I'll come back. Yeah, for some reason, I don't know if it's the devs or it's just the industry as a whole. I think it's the industry as a whole. Yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure to have playtime uh, out of the game. And and to be fair, in the industry, you can't really win mm -hmm. um, because you come out with a game that's super short and people are like, well, yeah, that was short. It wasn't worth you know, however many dollars that I paid for it. Mm -hmm. um, 
or you, you know, do a long game that you think everybody wants. And a lot of people are like, this was too long. I wandered around. For example, we use Final Fantasy VII as an example. I loved every second of that game. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, except for maybe the end. And I'm still on the fence about that. But a lot of people said that that was padded. And in some ways it was, you know, there was a lot of extra, I guess, things that you didn't really need, but I loved Mm -hmm. every second of it. I heard they added more story, though. They They also didn't really. I mean, they didn't really add more story. It's more like they explore. They added some scenes and they explored some things that never were explored in the original. Okay, but it did, in my opinion, it kind of enhanced what was already there. Nothing that they did in this, at least this first remake was taking away from the original story. It was only enhancing it, at least in my opinion. A couple of choices that they made, it's debatable at this Mm -hmm. point whether or not it's going to affect the main story. But um, for example, there's um, in the original Final Fantasy VII, you the the remake happens in the first four hours of the original game. And it's a 30 hour game. Yeah. So, but what they did was, and immediately you think, holy shit, they just padded everything. But what they did was they really showed you what Midgar was. Mm, And they built the world out. They they built the world. They showed you Midgar. And then when you leave Midgar, because in the original game, you leave Midgar pretty fairly early on, you know, in the first couple of hours of the game, first four Mm. hours of the game, you leave Midgar. And it doesn't quite have the same impact leaving in the original as it did in the remake for me Mm. because I had spent the whole, you know, so much time there. And also I learned a lot about characters that you leave behind, um, which you don't really care about too much in the original because they're only there for a moment and then they're gone, you know, and then you move on. So it's like, honestly, have you ever read? Answer's probably no, because you said, have you ever read? Oh, that's right. Have you ever read? (laughs) Okay. So I, I guess my, one of my, an example I can relate it to is for me, I personally enjoy the story of Lord of the Rings, but mm-hmm. I don't enjoy Tolkien's writing. For me, okay. For me, it's very verbose. Mm-hmm. And I understand that it's a product of its time as well. At the time that it was written, not everybody had Blue Planet and could read or, you know, like knew what a mountain looked like. Sure. You had to spend multiple pages describing what everything looked like. You know, I'm more of a like, you know, tell me what it is in a sentence or two and then, you know, move on to Mm -hmm. the juicy bits, which are, you know, the characters and the dialogue and what they're feeling. And so for me, it's suddenly what your GM style is like. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that is what my and that's something I'm actually not great at and something I would like to improve on. I would like to be better at describing the area around them. I don't need to take forever to do it, but I want to be succinct in how I'm describing things. It's mm-hmm. difficult for me because when I my GM brain is like half shut down, all vocabulary goes out the window for me. And I'm mm-hmm. like struggling to describe a man in a black cloak, you know, and I'm just like, because I, I can't do it. So for me, um, back to the Final Fantasy VII original versus the remake, for me, Final Fantasy VII, the original, feels like a Philip K. Dick novel. Okay. Where it's like you move from moment to moment and you, you sort of skip the boring parts because Philip K. Dick will write, um, you know, this action scene or this dialogue scene and they'll be like, all right, well, we have to go to this place. Then the next chapter is at the place. 
right. just starts they didn't there. Bother wasting he didn't, time walking. He didn't, yeah, he didn't go through the walking. And some writers do that. Some writers go, you know, here's the journey all the way to. And I realize, I realize before Lord of the Rings fans jumped on my throat. I love Lord of the Rings. I just don't necessarily enjoy his writing style. Anyway, so um, I realized the whole point of Lord of the Rings is the journey. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah. I get why he he did that. But I'm I'm just using it as an example. Yeah. But yeah, I think that, so that's what it felt like for me. The original was kind of, you know, Philip K. Dick writing style and the re remake was more like Tolkien's writing style, except I really enjoyed it because I wanted to be immersed in, in the world and everything and the visuals were just so fucking stunning. I would stop and just look around and mm. I understand that I played the original. So for me going, wow, this is what it should have looked like or this is what it looked like. And I couldn't see it. Even playing the original now, right after playing the remake, I'm like, they got everything. Not a single detail was like missed in this game. It That's was great. So great. Yeah, it's, it feels really good. It's impressive. Then without getting into spoilers for the remake, if mm -hmm. you can answer this without getting into spoilers, mm -hmm. because it only takes place with like the first four hours of yeah. the original, is there a sequel expected? Yes. Do we know that? Okay. Yes. So they, I think when they originally announced it, they had said it was going to be in three parts. Oh, wow. Midgar was going to be part one and then part two and part three. Yeah. So I decided, this is the last thing I'll say about the remakes. I don't want to spoil mm -hmm. anybody, but sure. I decided because my memory is super trash and I didn't remember the plot, I would highly recommend you play the remake, then you go back and play the original. And you'll mm. see when you play the remake, you might understand. Maybe you won't because you're like, hmm. But even if you've never played the original, that's all I should say about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Uh, any other innovation areas that you want to talk um, about? Innovation areas. Yeah. Because I feel like just saying more story, less padding is more like that's not really innovating. Well, it it can be because it's an innovation on like the way people think video games should be. Like it's yeah. not like a technical innovation. It's more of a, I don't know, thought about the industry. Like my example I always go to is uh, Life is Strange yeah. because there's that one part in the game where the story is so amazing yeah. and they pull you out to look for bottles in yep. a junkyard. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, I just remembered I'm playing a video game now. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. Um, and sometimes I think when it's hidden in it, because they do, so that, I think that's why I brought up Final Fantasy VII, because they do that in Final Fantasy VII, where they have a bunch of mini games in there. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do them, but they are there. But that is super reminiscent of the original, because the original okay. had super random, weird mini games in it. So I wouldn't have wanted that to not be there, um, at least for that game. But as far as other innovation, I mean, is it super cheesy to say, I'm really looking forward to the day in which I can put on my hap suit and be in an MMO running around. I don't think like that's crazy because my, my other response would have been the virtual reality yeah. space yeah. because a lot of what they're doing is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I wish that one, it were more accessible yeah. to more people and we could reduce the amount of tech that we had to wear. Like as yes. far as like the, the awareness of the tech, you know, yes. like you so always you know it. you have that headset on yeah, yeah when you're wearing it yeah and instead if it were just like you know gloves on your hand hands i guess and then mm -hmm. you know those cool like pads that go on your temples which doesn't really make sense but it looks cooler <laughs> it does i would also love uh a game that 
was more immersive in the sense that when you're not playing it, you're still exposed to it. And if that makes any sense, um, ARGs, <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Holy shit, this is my jam. Go on. <laughs> like a game that you could play on your console or on your computer, but then yeah. like when you're walking around your normal life, like you, I know some people might be like, "Oh, why would you do this?" But if there was an app or you put your phone number into the game, yeah. like you got like texts from the characters and stuff yeah. throughout your day and had to like respond to them every now and then and, and that, that was part of the game back into it like that would be amazing that would be amazing that's an arg and i'm totally down for that i would love yeah. more stuff like that like kind of what we did in gone where people yeah. could call an actual phone number which was you by the way it was <laughs> yeah gone fans i just wish more people had called i know me too they kind of stopped after after they found out what it was i think yeah. they were like oh god and then we're gonna maybe be in the show and then they just stopped so but yeah, we'll see. I might call myself or have other people call in character so that we can use it more because the radio is actually a huge part of that universe. Oh, really? Because I didn't is. know if there was a reason that my character would come back or not ever. Yes, there is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, did I just, I just sort of did a mini spoiler on here. So surprise, those listening, <laughs> they get a little Easter egg there. And now they just get to speculate more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. What else? What? Oh, oh, I would also love a little bit more educational VR, but I, it doesn't need to be like uh, more educational games, I think would be beneficial for everybody. What mm-hmm. if Subnautica was on earth mm. and every animal that you ran into the little stuff that they were giving you was real? Yeah. How cool would that have been? That'd be amazing. It would be super great because you'd go around learning about the coral reefs, you're, you're, you know, going into the abyss, it's still a cool game where you're, you know, doing stuff, but everything that you're learning about is real. And I think that's a really great tool for learning. Yes, that you're actually, I actually played a game. I was going to talk about this later when we talked Mm. about our, uh, what we're watching and playing type stuff, but I'll bring it up now because it's relevant. I started playing Beyond Blue. Yeah. Is it, is it amazing? Because we saw that. It's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's, very chill as we expected yeah i'm gonna grab it right now because i totally forgot one of the things that's kind of the best about it is that even like they told us when we were interviewing them is that nothing there's no danger like for someone who has a fear of open water like there's nothing to be afraid of because nothing will hurt you we know this definitively in the game yeah nothing is going to hurt you feel free to explore without any stress whatsoever and there's something really calm and nice and relaxing and i didn't know i wanted that so much in a video game yeah to just know that nothing is gonna come out and grab you especially right now it feels like the kind of game that you want to play yeah well f- fair enough okay i'm <laughs> grabbing it right now okay i will say that the there are a couple technical things that they probably mm. could have tightened up so like there is the camera like the mouse sensitivity at the beginning is out of control like it's oh. so high it's crazy but i mean that's an easy fix you can't remap your keys which is kind of a bummer because i'm a, yeah, that weirdo i'm that weirdo that moves the wast over to esdf just like one key over oh yeah okay. uh rationale being that i like my activate key to be an a without having to toggle the caps lock on and off non-stop what i know that's a weird thing so like my my active key or like to interact with the universe whatever the interact button usually is i usually make a my pinky oh okay yeah so that way you're okay 
Because some games e. will do that. They'll make it either F on the other side of the D or they'll make it the caps lock. And then you're like turning caps lock on and off all the time. Yeah. Or it's E. Right? Or it's E. Yeah. Right. And I don't know. I just like having it on the same row with yeah. the where I'm letting my hand rest. And it gives me I don't feel like <laughs> this is such a weird thing. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm near the end of the keyboard. So I don't feel like I'm falling off in a way. That is interesting. I cannot say I experienced the same thing, but <laughs> you should be able to remap your keys. Yeah. Just accessibility. It should just be something that you do in a game. If you do play on stream, there's the part where you go inside the sub mm -hmm. when you're not actively swimming around and there's like music playing on a, on a tablet. For one, that music is insanely loud by default. Like I had to turn it down to 1% and I didn't know where the volume control was for it. And it's on the tablet itself. Uh, but also parts of my VOD got muted from that oh, music. Okay. So just be aware. If you want to turn it off entirely, you can do that and not have to worry about your VOD. I, I'm not, I'm not going to be too worried about it. I yeah. don't think for now. I think Twitch said that they were working on, I'm sorry, Riss, Captain Howdy just sent me. Bear with me. Do you remember that game? Bear with me, yeah. Yeah, I loved that game. Yeah. Apparently there's two extra episodes or three extra episodes. Oh, you only played the first? No, I played all three. No, I finished it, but apparently there's something new. The Lost Robots oh. is an all new prequel chapter. Oh boy. <gasps> Take the gritty bustling undergrounds of Paper City, discovering new characters, rich lore leading up to the events. of That game was so good. I have the complete thing and haven't even started it yet what my backlog is ridiculous i never have time to stream because all i do is no. edit podcasts <laughs> so why don't you play the game offline you don't need to stream it I don't, I don't have time for that either yeah all right the only time i have time to play games is when i'm streaming God. like i purposely have to stream sometimes to allow myself time to play video games bear with me is another good one for deep dive oh yeah my baby project that has faltered and floating around in the water on a lifeboat. I'm sorry. We'll have to find a way to revive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set a Patreon goal, PB. Oh, I can't. I can't. I cannot right now. Well, you know what? I could. it's also just a time thing, I'm sure. It's, it's not necessarily... Well, it is time, but it's also a bit of a perfectionist thing because it's... I need the game audio in there because it's established now in the mm -hmm. podcast. It makes a huge difference. And I just don't have time to go and through and clip the game audio yeah. and then add it to the thing. For games, if it's If I even had harder. an editor that was doing that, no mm -hmm. fucking problem. Don't care. I'd set a Patreon goal. The Patreon would pay for it, right? Like, just right. get it done. But I can't, I can't do it when it's just me. It's You'd just You also a lot. need someone who is familiar with, like, all those games. Because that's yeah. the hardest part. If you've never played that game, having to watch a playthrough that long yeah, to find a specific moment is true, very yeah. difficult. Yeah. It's tough. It's real tough. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's, I think, I think we answered the question. Yeah, I think we did answer the question. I'm sorry. If we, <laughs> we got some we bonus didn't. topics in there, but yeah, I would love, I would love a space because Elite Dangerous does this. All the maps are based off of real chartable NASA data mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. I would love a game that's like that where I'm flying around. It's a simulation game, but it's a real yeah. space. Just reminded me of something because Elite Dangerous is in a humble bundle right now. Yes, it is. Uh, and I don't know how long it's last. Oh, it'll be gone by the time people hear this, unfortunately. Oh, okay. That's what I was checking. Yeah, they always have they always have bundles um, every once in a while. So even if you miss this one, did you hear about the Horizons 
expansion for Elite Dangerous. When you can touch down now and walk around and, oh, did I hear? Please. We had not E3 recently. Yeah. Oh, that's I right. I did see everything. you were streaming that. Yeah. <laughs> that was so good. Actually, yeah. So why don't you, can you, because I haven't seen it. I didn't okay. see any of the E3 stuff. Can you summarize all the good stuff? Oh, boy. Uh, I didn't take like note notes, but I, one of the games that obviously stood out to me that I sent you immediately. I was like, this yeah. game is tailor made for you. I know. I can't wait because like seven people messaged me this yeah. game and I was like, should I go back onto my Twitter account where I first found the devs of this two years ago? And I Did followed you? Them. Yeah, I've been following them for two years. Oh, my God. I thought the game was dead in the water because they hadn't posted anything okay. in, on their blog or anything in two years. But I was like, cats and robots and in, in like cyberpunky style visual. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up. But yeah, then I thought it was dead in the water until until people started sending me the clips. And I was like, <gasps> and it wasn't called Stray when i was following the blog it was well, it unnamed wasn't supposed to be from the name of uh, from the perspective of the cat at first either yeah like i wasn't. read some info from the devs and they were like that was something that they came to along the process of making it and they were mm -hmm. like wait how cool would it be to see it the city from a cat's perspective holy shit i'm so excited i want like to play it the day it comes out <laughs> i didn't even watch the, it yeah that's i get okay. it I, I don't I'm not gonna there's no like there's no spoil like there's no story in the trailer whatsoever it's literally like a know, mood trailer you know me I'm I, just letting you know yeah. yeah but like what I'm gonna say can't spoil anything because yeah, there's no story so like I'm watching the trailer the first thing you see is a robot and I'm like oh okay uh this might be a pb game and then you see like the cyberpunky colors I'm like all right this that's two definitely... checks then I see a cat walk by and like you're like oh that's a cute cat and then you see that it's orange and I'm like well fuck yeah this is it <laughs> this is literally PB's favorite game of all time yeah um but yeah so I I didn't even want to because of my experience with Final Fantasy 7 remake I didn't I think I saw like one thing with the E3 announcement where they showed some of the battle and then I was like this is amazing I'm mm -hmm. not going to look at anything else. So I avoided yeah. any other trailer. So every moment in that game, visually, I was like, oh, so that's kind of what I want to do with Stray as well. Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to, I don't want to see anything. So that way, when I see the city from a cat's mm -hmm. point of view for the first time, I'm like, oh, I'll do that a lot with movies. Like if I see a teaser trailer yeah, and I know I'm in right away, if I it's a property it. I'm unfamiliar with, yeah, I'll yeah. stop. I'll leave the trailer and be like, yep. Okay. Well, because now trailers, tra trailers used to be a fucking tease. Mm -hmm. And now they are a summary. Yeah. So that you know exactly what to expect when you spend your $15. And what's gotten worse is that <laughs> trailers spoil themselves now. Yeah. Like you watch them on YouTube and the first five seconds are clips from the trailer you're about to watch. And I'm like, what are you doing? I committed yeah. to being here already. <laughs> yeah. Fucking insane is what yeah. it is. It's insane. It is bonkers. Um, we have one more email, but I'm yeah. not sure. I have a feeling we're going to do it anyway, even though it doesn't really hold up to what we had said was the requirements for doing so. We oh. had a dramatic reading email <gasps> to us. However, our criteria was that we were doing dramatic readings of reviews of which we have none yet. Bam. So people are bypassing the reviews and sending us direct dramatic readings. So I don't know if we want to even look at it or if we want to say this of one's a pass. Okay. <laughs> we'll let this one slide. We'll let this one slide. But from here on out, <laughs> there will be no dramatic readings unless they're in five-star reviews. <laughs> we are terrible. We are the worst. I am right. declaring this. 
Okay, so I'm gonna send you the script because okay, there I was are like, two I haven't parts. seen any of this. Okay. Yeah. There are All two right. parts. There's one specifically designated to you. And Ooh, then okay. the other one doesn't say Rob. It says the character is Giant Spider. Now, did something happen on stream, PB, yes. about spiders? Yeah. Because you want me to tell is... you the story? Sure. Okay. <laughs> tell you the story first, because then maybe it'll add some context to this dramatic reading. Okay. Okay. So I'd say three weeks ago now, mm -hmm. there was a spider the size of my palm out on my balcony, hanging there in the corner. Oh, no. By all my pretty cyberpunk neon sign that's out there. So you don't have a balcony anymore, right? You just burnt it all down. No. What I did was, <laughs> what I did was scream. Uh, that was the first thing I did. And then I was like, look at that fucking spider. It is huge. I think I was actually on a call with Miranda, who was in a previous episode of this mm -hmm. podcast. Um, and I, I screamed and I went over and then, uh, I think we, yes, we grabbed the spider and by we, I mean, my husband, my husband did this. He got the spider and set it free. Oh. I wanted to kill it. I was like, right. kill that thing. It is huge. <laughs> you know, just murder it right away. And he was like, no, we're, we're not going to do that. We're just going to set it free. Be wild and free you scary terrifying Knock spider. it off the balcony it'll live yeah he, he actually just like put it on the edge of the balcony and let it like go away and then we destroyed the web and mm. then then i noticed uh it had laid a huge like uh the size sack. of my index finger sack on the oh, balcony no and then i was like what are we gonna do about that um <laughs> and so we we got rid of that we were not we did not set that somewhere else or free it we we definitely got rid of that yep fair and then about a week later oh no i come in from my walk which by the way 11 days of six kilometers haven't missed nice. a day um so i come back from one of my walks and i get ready to start my day i'm feeling like great like i did my walk by seven it's now 8 a.m and there it is hanging above my desk the big big one that we let go and i was like oh no 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 absolutely not in. <laughs> we're fucking killing it this time we're killing it he doesn't want to kill it he's like no no we'll, we'll just grab it in and we'll put it back outside it's fine you know okay fine and it's like he, a boomerang spider <laughs> yeah <laughs> just he, he gets there and then he's like i don't know how i'm gonna get this and we don't even know if it's like poisonous or anything so yeah um maybe Maybe your vacuum idea, honey, is a good idea. And I'm like, yep, I already have it out. Like, let's go. You know, like, <laughs> I, was I knew you were like a that. Ghostbuster yep. and waiting. Mm -hmm. and, and it is because my vacuum is like, you know, yeah, anyway. So I've got the vacuum and I'm like, okay, turn the vacuum on and I go to suck up the spider, suck up the spider. But I don't see it go down into the transparent kind of shaft of the vacuum cleaner. I don't see it go anywhere. So I'm like, what the hell? And I kind of slowly tilt it. The motherfucker is clinging to the inside of the vacuum and then crawls its way out while the vacuum is on, Rob. Holy crap. The vacuum is on and it's so strong and big that it crawls out. And I'm like now screaming full, full on like, oh, my God, I, I now can't. Now it's angry. <laughs> yeah. Now it's going to murder me. So I grab a I grab a glass and I put the glass over the the thing and I trap it. So it's now trapped in this glass with a with a thing, um, with a paper towel. And I'm like, okay, it's now trapped in here. And I take it out onto the balcony, and I leave it there, trapped in this glass. And it's like running around. And I'm thinking, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it there because I don't want to 
to, I don't want to pick it up. I don't want to kill it. Like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do anything. And he goes, you're just going to let it starve to death. Like, how terrible. That's a horrible thing that you're going to do. And I was like, well, actually, I was thinking that, you know, I'd probably just die of heat in the sun when the balcony hits it. And he's like, that's even worse, sweetie. Or actually, the thing is a beast and it's going to fling the glass off and just. Yeah, well, <laughs> it didn't. We let own. it go, by the way. Okay. We did. We did let it go. So we let it calm down because it was freaking out and then uh, slid the glass over to the very edge of the balcony and let it crawl down below to the neighbor. So that's that's what we did. But we, we set it free and we haven't seen it since. However, afterward, I realized the truth, the real truth of this story is that I am Cersei Lannister. I killed this spider's children and it came back in. <laughs> it was mad. Revenge. So we have named the, the spider Arya. It's going <laughs> to fucking kill me in my sleep. I'm convinced of it. And I'm looking out the balcony right now. See it's probably it. watching and knows your fear. Stop. It does. It probably <laughs> there's a reason it picked my desk. I'm mm -hmm. telling you. It knows. It can understand. It knows I was responsible for killing its children. Its whole family gone. Oh boy. Fucking spider has no name. Right, so are we ready to reenact this yes. <laughs> thing then? <laughs> now that that story's done, let's move on to okay. the dramatic reading. Well, the script comes in also from Sav. Ooh, I should have known. Uh, who started off just by saying, hey, PB and Rob, PB will probably kill me, but well, here. And uh, this is entitled A Spider Tale. So spider's Tale. Here you go. Okay. So there is uh, your part, and Ooh, then there is Giant Spider. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know what kind of a voice I should do for... What, what do you envision for Giant Spider? As uh, a, like, is Giant Spider, like, demonic and deep, or is Giant Spider... Oh, surprise boy. Me. So if I start doing like a Mike Tyson lift, it's not going to be like <laughs> not intimidating at all. Not intimidating at all. It should be scary. It should be okay. like, well, I don't know if it should be scary or if it should be adorable. Have you ever seen Lucas the spider? I have not. Oh, my God. Can I show you? What if you? I do a mix between scary and adorable? And yeah. yes, you can totally show me. Okay. So I will send and we'll put it in the show notes too. Yeah, yeah. Go to YouTube.com slash Lucas the spider. It is the and even if you're afraid of spiders, which I am. It's the cutest fucking thing you'll ever see. It's so cute. It's this basically 3D animated spider that's like, oh, yeah, I'm Luke, the spider. And he goes on adventures in his house. It's so cute. It's probably made for children, but <laughs> I love this make, it. Wait, so if I do it like that, does that make you the monster? That's what I'm saying. I'm Cersei <laughs> Lannister. I'm the monster that killed its children when it was like living its damn life out there. Oh, my God. I'm the monster in this story. Don't think I don't realize that. I'm I feeling am the like that is the perspective of this script yes. as well. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, you're innocent and I'm Cersei Lannister. Okay, you ready? I wish we could play Game of Thrones music right now in the background. Okay. <laughs> so I want you to know, I go on my walk. I did not want to go on my walk this morning, but I did. And I went the full four miles. And then I was like, Fuck yeah, I did it. Guess what? It's not even nine o'clock yet. I feel like I'm, this is the same story I just told. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Which is why it's I funny. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> I'm just going to like start my day. This is going to be fucking great. Little did she know. And then I turn the corner and I see this. You might be saying, what do you see, PB? What do you see? Well, I see this zooms in on this picture of the spider which i do have by the way so i can share that in the show notes as well i took a fucking photo of this my eyes zone in on the top right this creature and i'm like oh no what are you looking at 
So I get out the vacuum because it's the only way. It's so huge. Y'all are looking at this thing and you think, wow, that's a tiny spider, but it was so big. There's no way I can just get a glass. What's it doing now? Is it leaving? So I get out the vacuum, approaching the spider super slowly with the vacuum on like, oh God, and I suck it into the vacuum and I'm like, I don't see it going down into the vacuum. Where is it? And I tilt it and there it is, clinging to the edge of the fucking vacuum like, bitch, natural 20 dexterity saving throw. I'm not going in here. And it starts crawling out while the vacuum is on and I'm like, oh dear God. And then it's time to grab a long ass glass and stick it over the end of the vacuum. So what are you going to do now, bitch? Oh, dear spider god! It was stuck in there, and I turned the vacuum off so it would crawl out into the glass, and then we put it on the porch, and look! It's huge! It's a monster! Let me out! Let me out! No! Not onto the balcony again! You kidnapped my children! I have to find my children! No, you monster! <laughs> oh, Saf, thank you for that. And scene. And scene, <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. If I had known that it was going to be so detailed, I would have just done a general summary of my spider story. I would have <laughs> been like, so funny like, because you yeah, actually like, it was the told exact it same in thing, a similar yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So good. So for future reference, <laughs> yes. we appreciate the emails out. Uh, but for future reference, if you'd like us to do dramatic readings, go ahead and throw those on your reviews and five stars. Now, if you've done that, that opens the door for you emailing in future yes. dramatic submissions because yes. you can't leave two reviews and we get that. We get totally get that. What if yeah. Sav has already left a review and we just can't see it? It's uh, a good question, though I do check multiple regions on. Yeah, but they have to have a certain number before they even show any of them. Can you believe that? Uh, not before they show the written ones. The written oh, ones will come okay. right away. Yeah. You have to have a minimum number before we'll show your average. We don't even have that yet of just the stars. Okay. Okay, I will review okay our own that. show. I will review our... <laughs> well, we can't be bitching at other people to do it when we haven't even left a review yet. Well, yes, but also, like you said, that's also a little, like, masturbatory. Is that the word? Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that is definitely the word. Um, but you know what? I No, I'm not going to make that joke. This okay. is a comedy podcast, but I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> we have some lines. Along. <clears throat> okay. Oh, do we want to... So... Do we want to get into what we've been watching or do we want to get uh, or playing or do we want to get into the random like weird project ideas I have for things? I want to hear your weird random project ideas. Also, that project I talked about, the dark podcast, mm -hmm. it's I think it's happening. <gasps> yeah. People are involved. There is a group chat. We are oh, discussing things. Oh, no. Yeah. That means yep. it's happening. It's taken a life of its own. <laughs> yep. I love it too. I wow. love it. I'm very because excited. Because you, you put that out into the universe. I'll put out some things that I am uh, considering, pondering, thinking about, wondering what I have time for and what I don't mm -hmm. because, you know, things and stuff. Also, it's summer and my this is where my brain goes, I can do all these things. And then yeah. work starts up again in September and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I started all these things. Plus, oh. I still have like, Yep, sorry, it's that time. My cat is is uh, pawing at me. Oh, I go, thought you go got on. attacked by a spider. <laughs> no, could you imagine? Oh my god. <laughs> I wouldn't still be standing here, Rob. I'd be running. I would be screaming <laughs> away running. That's true. Oh my god. <laughs> so I've had the temptation to watch a show that I watched a lot as a kid. Mm -hmm. And I've watched a couple episodes here and there as an adult, but I've never done like another full watch through. Is it TNG? That's a lie. It's not. You, I've okay. done that multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> I realized that. As soon as I said it, I realized. Yeah. 
But the reason I haven't sat down and just rewatched it for my own personal pleasure, and I know I could and then do this project, but I think it'd be more fun to do the project as I was doing it because I thought about doing like a podcast, another episode by episode uh, watch of this show. And I know there would be an end date because there's an end. Uh, and that's the Gargoyles cartoon <gasps> from the 90s. Holy shit. You should definitely do that. I love, I love that show. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things, Broadway. if not my favorite thing Disney has ever created. And there's yeah, been there's been lots of new info that's come out about that show like since because mm-hmm. it's popped up on Disney Plus and the creator is like all about it still. He's hoping that people seeing it on Disney Plus now revives the property so he can start doing it again cuz he just loves it that, that much. That would be awesome. That would be very very cool. But he also there are three seasons of Gargoyles. And when I was looking at it, the first season is like 12 or 14 episodes. And I was like, oh, okay, no problem. Because I know there's only like three seasons. I looked at the second season, 52 episodes. Holy shit. That is a project. Yeah. Their production ramped right up. So well, it's, it's at it least great. a minimum of like 70 uh, shows. And I don't know if I would do the third season because uh, the third season is when it switched over to the Goliath Chronicles. Oh, okay. The creator was not involved anymore, and oh, he's even no, gone on to say that uh, it's like they took his characters and put them in a new show, and like he doesn't even consider it. Like if he did it again, he would disavow that season and start from the end of season two. How the fuck do I don't know? You know, I I get so upset. Maybe I'm too empathetic, but I get pretty upset when I see stuff like that happen. Yeah, like you can't just take this guy who, yeah, I'm sure he signed away the technically the IP or the rights or whatever. Mm-hmm. fuck man he he did that yeah Ugh, i hate that shit so that's that's one of my potential things but again like with a a second season that's 52 episodes yeah i don't know if i don't know if i have something if i have time for that i could approach it like dark where i do it on my own time and start releasing it yeah. when i'm like a huge chunk into it yeah i think that that's a really good idea actually yeah and i think that's how we're gonna approach dark as well because I feel like, yeah, it's the the final season is coming out, but I think that it's it deserves. We definitely want to do a companion piece to mm-hmm. the show. There's so much in it that it deserves the thought and time taken into it. Right, I think right. anyway. Check this shit out. Oh, is that the Notebook? That's the yeah, that's the Notebook. But I saw you talk about that on stream. Yeah. Um. Are you ready for the crazy fucking thing that I realized with yeah. this, just this notebook? So what I'm holding for those listening, which is everyone, because there is not a video version of this podcast, <laughs> I'm holding a notebook, but it is based off of a book in the TV show. The cover is identical. The The back is identical to what's in the TV show. It's mm-hmm. just there isn't actually, you know, writing inside. It's just a notebook. But here's what I noticed. And I'm going to pull up my notes for it it was insane when I realized it. So I got this and then I went, holy crap. I immediately put it in the group chat like, um, what? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. The publisher of the book is Mino Taurus, like Minotaur. Yeah. And I saw it and I was like, wait a minute. In the show, isn't the lead, there's a play. It's, this is, this is just fucking nuts. One of the characters is in a play. That's okay. it. There's no like huge. The play isn't a huge important part of the plot, but one of the characters is in a play. You know what the play is? Theseus and Minotaur. Minotaur. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And her character is 
Okay, I'm trying not to spoil anything. Anyway, so it <laughs> like one thing leads to another. The Minotaur leads to the the play. The okay. play leads to one of the characters' names, which uh, leads to uh, Nietzsche's theory. I don't know if that's how you say his name. Um, I've heard people say it a million different ways, but that's how I say that's it. That's the way I've heard it the most. Yep. So, um, but it it leads to a poem that he wrote. And then in that poem makes another reference to eternal return, also known as eternal recurrence, which is his theory that the universe and all existence and energy has been recurring and will continue to recur in a self-similar form um, an infinite number of times across time uh, or space. Oh, wow. That is the fucking show, Rob. Wow. That is the show, the cycle, the loop. Everything repeats itself. Anyway. I fucking lost my mind. And I was like, unbelievable. <laughs> There's like all sorts of shit, little details in here. So yeah, it's got to be a companion piece. And I'm super excited because that's my jam. That's the stuff I put into my shows. Yeah. When I'm creating, you know, tabletop stuff. That's the kind of hidden, hidden things. Like even the, the podcast that you voice, the podcast is called the, oh, Cour yeah. the Courier New Podcast, yep. which is a direct reference to The Matrix. Mm -hmm. It's a small scene where Neo is sleeping at his computer and he's searching for Morpheus. And one of the newspapers that comes up is called Courier New Press. I don't know if anyone picked up on that. Either. Nobody picked up on that. Nope. There are lots of little references like that all throughout the fucking show. But they're for me. You know, they're they're for me so that I can say, you know, if anybody does catch that kind of shit, uh, you know, wink from you to me. Yeah. And my my uh, character's name was a reference too, but not in any like yeah, <laughs> mind-bendy way. Yeah, it was also a reference. Do you want to? Happy wanna, Harry. Happy Harry was, was a reference to uh, Pump Up the Volume, which is a movie we had recently watched together. And yeah, it's it, like I one of my favorites it. now. Yeah, yeah I love so it. Good. Um, it actually made me want to. I think that movie reignited my spark for streaming. Really? Yeah. So you remember how I, you know, it took that break in December, and then I came back, and we just mm -hmm. did. Chrono Trigger, like JRPGs, I just did yeah, whatever yeah. I wanted. And, you know, I did see a little bit of, you know, channel growth from that. I think that was it. I think that was the movie that I saw that made me oh, want to wow. do it. Because I remember saying that to you as well. After we watched it, I went, this is what I wanted. When I originally started streaming, this is it. This like underground feeling of doing yep. whatever you want. People out there will connect with it because it's, you know, you, you're being true to you. And, um, yeah, it was very inspirational for me. I, I, I was going to say, it's a movie that yeah. like just pumps up your internal motivations on like you did there. the importance of your own. Oh, I didn't even do that on purpose. But uh, <laughs> at this point, it's just like it's just something that happens. Um, yeah. It's a movie that inspires you to put more validity to your inside voice, I think. Yeah. And just that, you know, your whatever you have to say or whatever your internal feelings are someone out there will relate to that so you mm -hmm. can put that out there and that's okay um yeah. as long as you're not a racist piece of shit yeah <laughs> exactly <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong um that does kind of transition into one of my other project ideas kind of nicely mm -hmm. and i think we might have tossed some things around so we had talked about my potential of gming something on table yes. story at one point mm -hmm. and i was like i haven't gm'd since i was probably like 17 years old it's been a long time things yeah. have changed a lot but my idea that things have changed a lot were based on one game and not necessarily another yeah. so like i watch gone and that's very different than traditional tabletop yes. yeah 
And then anytime I've tuned into Dying Order, it feels like you guys are in the middle of combat. And I'm like, oh, this is what I'm used to. Yeah. Like, I get that. So so maybe tabletop hasn't changed as much as I thought. But what it has told me is that there's room for the spectrum. Yeah. So I have I, I know we had talked about one particular universe that I would potentially GM in. Uh, and that's still a possibility, but it's not what I want to do first because I want to uh, I want to get my sea legs back first. Or, if that makes sense. Yep. Yep. It 100 percent makes sense. So I have a few different ideas for like either a one shot or like a three to four episode comedy series. Yes. And you're not allowed to talk about it. I'm going to cut you off here. OK, I yeah. won't talk about the universe or anything that, but I'll talk about the rationale. OK, Um, being that. I feel like if I screw up in a comedy series, I can roll with it. Yeah. And it looks like humor. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do a comedy show too, but I think I've told you the comedy show I want to do. I don't know if you have uh, other than just after. telling me. Okay. The just only reason why I say don't talk about th th that's the only yeah, reason why I don't anything. I get it. It's not yeah. about spoilers necessarily. It is a little bit, but also ideas change. You remember what Gone started as. Yes. Could you imagine if I had been pitching that the whole time and people got excited about that idea and then it was well, it's like. it's funny too because I, I see what Gone is right now and I'm like, I wonder how much it's changed because if not, this is a long show. Yeah, <laughs> like no. It's, it's going for years. It's, it's completely changed. Which, it's condensed a yeah, lot, I'm sure. It's, okay. it's condensed a lot and also some of the ideas that we had talked about, I just let them go because mm -hmm. something else came into Nibiru. Yeah. Really, the, the, when I found the rule book, I was like, oh, okay. I have to throw a half of my story out to make it fit within this world. Mm -hmm. But that was fine. I was okay to do that because I really loved Nibiru. So. But it's been interesting watching Gone, knowing the stuff we brainstormed about. Yeah. And I'm seeing like the stuff that's changed and the stuff that you kept. And I'm still like, I don't know the end game. Yeah. Like, I know, I know the end game that we talked about. Yeah. So I'm, it's I'm still same. like, right. So I'm still yeah. like, I can't like speculate. Like, I don't, I don't participate in the speculation stuff. One, because yeah, I'm usually like just... an episode behind, but two, because just in case I know too much, I don't want to yeah. like say anything. Well, that's nice of you. Thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting to see. But yeah, my, my I, have, I have a few different ideas because one, I could do one of them the short form way. And then if we wanted to do another show, I could easily make one of the ideas a longer form one. Yeah. Isn't that fun? Yeah. That creation process. I love mm -hmm. it so much. I love it so much. And I already have a vague idea of who three of the cast members would be. But then the fourth, I would defer to you for someone you think would be appropriate. Heck yeah. That makes me so happy. We have to end the podcast now so that we can talk about this thoroughly. <laughs> thoroughly. Yeah. The last thing, and I know we're running close to time, so mm -hmm. I'm not going to go crazy. But the last thing would be an even bigger project than the others, but it would be more immediate because of the state of the world. And eh, eh, eh. Mm -hmm. uh, all the cons are going away. Yeah. So well, did you see PAX is doing an online one? They are. Yes. Yep. And they're Should taking panel. panel submissions, yep. by the way. So Should do a panel. And the other nice thing about the way they're doing them is they want pre-recorded panels. What? Really? Yes, because I don't think they want to deal with people's technical things potentially going down when they're supposed to have a panel. So so we would pre-record our panels and submit the we would submit the idea. OK, I was going to say they panel. don't want you to pre-record the panel no, and then no, submit no, no, no. it. Right. Like, holy shit. OK, you pitch the idea. They yeah. either approve it or not. The um, pitches need to be in, I think, about roughly a month from now. OK, we have about a month to submit things. 
Uh, if we get approved, we would pre-record our panel and send them the file and they would play it during cool. the con. Cool. So that is kind of what inspired me to consider a few different possibilities. And TwitchCon hasn't said anything. They're supposed to be in September. Yeah. I've done online panels already. Like this is not something new to me. I've organized massive events with like tons of people. Like my first birthday stream was a 12 hour event where I had guests all day long, yeah. different programs all day long. I've done this before. Yeah. And it's a lot of work, but I feel like we could as a community create like an online either one day con at the least where it's like 10 to 12 hours of panels and all sorts of stuff like that most yeah. of which would not be pre-recorded i would want to do them live yeah, because live. yeah. that's the there whole is point. something special about a yeah. live panel and like the only downside of doing the pre-recorded is that we wouldn't get those we would miss the q a portion yeah, of no, the panel yeah yeah so having like getting a bunch of streamers involved i would go out for sponsors like i would really yeah. and i would do the whole thing for charity and oh, that's because there's idea. so much stuff to raise money for right now yeah i like this idea the best right now so my like target date in my brain is like august or like late august early september because i i could get it done in a few months yeah i like this idea i really do yeah so that's that's that and the other one which was kind of like tied to that or could even intertwine with it is i was thinking about doing like a, a one day all streaming network event where every podcast we have on the network we would just go back to back with new episodes from every single podcast throughout the day yeah so and you would either do like them all live, live or pre-recorded yeah. but everyone would have like video stuff Network and that means celebration i think that's really cool i would have to do another episode of random movie club yes. just because it's on the network i'm committed like every show would be doing a new episode cool for that event and we I would go would back to awesome. back all day long so if some people needed to pre-record like like i know mops uh time frame is very different than the rest yeah. of us so if people needed to pre-record just based on time conflicts and stuff like that mm -hmm. that'd be totally acceptable it's like yeah. we're listening to podcasts but if people wanted to do their show live, they would have that option too. I think that would be a lot of fun too. There's no reason we can't do both those things. I think when is the network's birthday? Um, the network's birthday, I think, is in May. I think we just missed it. Okay. Honestly. Well, I would plan something like that for a birthday celebration, personally. But, um, and this is coming up way too soon, uh, the 10-year anniversary of the Geek Gen podcast going live is Ten year anniversary next tuesday it's the 23rd oh yeah that's way too fast yep <laughs> but congratulations on that that's Thank awesome you. yeah by the time this airs it'll have been 10 years of the geek gen podcast already Aww. happy birthday geek gen thanks <laughs> um but yeah those are all the different things but like you i often go this and this and this and yeah this. so much yeah but now i need to start whittling down and like some of that stuff like network event, I can do that single handedly. Yeah. Uh, Guy Goals podcast with a co host, I can do that single handedly. Yeah. Uh, table story, I'd probably. Are need... you going to pick Greg? What? For your fucking Gargoyles podcast, and he's oh, going to then even... have one more podcast than I do on this fucking <laughs> network. I hadn't even thought about who my co host would be yet. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't do it just to spite you. That's for sure. Um, but then it's the, a running uh, joke now. <laughs> if we did do like a big online con, the non-network one, 
yes, I could do most of that myself, but having other hands involved yeah, would be helpful. Be very helpful. Yeah. I wonder if you could reach out to Twitch for that though. Yeah. I mean, they might be planning their own thing, which is maybe why they haven't announced yeah, but the cancellation. Get but yeah, get involved. You know, like yep. say I have experience. This is what I was gonna do, but why not do it with Twitch? I would also be reaching out to uh, game devs. Yeah. Not only just to like, hey, do you want to give away some keys? But also like, we want to have some game devs involved. Yeah. Let's show off your games. Like, yeah. I you already do that do already. That. Yeah, yeah, you do that already. Yeah, I would totally put together a reel, show them the interviews and stuff that you've done. And yeah, reach out to Twitch. They probably need the help too, right? Yeah. Super good. You should totally do that. And then just see what happens. Reach out yeah. for that. And then if they come back, then you know which project to pursue. True. If they don't, then you can... You can maybe do gargoyles. I can still do it or, on my own. Yeah. yeah, you can still do it on your own, but you know, yeah. I think it would just help narrow down. It's like it's like what I did with dark. I went, okay, well, I'll just see until something mm -hmm. stops me, right? And then nothing stopped me. So. Well, there's still the other thing that I'm not going to talk about here that you, you encouraged me to pitch to Twitch. Oh, you have to do that. I will murder you if you do. Yeah. <laughs> uh that's i mean we could get into what we're watching and playing all that stuff or we can yeah. wrap it up right here because we are yeah. i feel like i'm also not watching or playing anything different i mean i'm still playing through original final fantasy 7 mm -hmm. so nothing's changed since last week yeah i have like two things but it's nothing that can't wait it's not like yeah. those are our bonus things so if we have time that's it for this week Woohoo! adventure number seven yeah we'll see you guys uh next week are you ready for this? Hold on. Is it time to end the podcast? The Adventures of PB and Rob is a production of the Geek Generation. If you like this show, be sure to check out our other podcasts on the Geek Generation Network at thegeekgeneration.com. You can follow me, Pumpkinberry, on Twitter and Twitch at Pumpkinberry. You can follow me on Twitter at TheRobLogan and on Twitch at The Geek Generation. The best way to support the show is to rate and review our adventures on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we may read your review on an upcoming episode. If you'd like to further support the show and get access to exclusive bonus podcasts along with other perks, you can visit our Patreon campaign at thegeekgeneration.com slash support. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. <laughs>